It's the 12th of December and uh, I'm Alex and I'm down here at, on uh, Ginny B, the Swan 46. We're in Mountbatten Marina in Plymouth and I'm joined by my good friend Martin Bolter. Martin um, was the uh, the whiz kid behind the build of my last boat, Fujifilm, the Class 40. And um, he's come down to uh, cast his eye over Ginny B and have a look at uh, the work that I've carried out. So, thanks for joining us Martin. Um, what do you think of the boat? Oh, well, I mean, looking round it, the uh, the overall quality is absolutely phenomenal. For, I cannot fault it. It'd be it's as as good as any professional outfit that uh, I would, you know, that you'd pay a lot of money to do it. Um, the overall quality everywhere you look is just quality, quality, quality. Uh, and uh, for a for a cruising boat that has the potential to go racing, what a great platform! Yeah, that's the nice thing about the Swan, isn't it? It's uh, they're renowned for building wonderfully superb and robust and beautifully built cruising boats that are also uh, weapons on the racetrack. And um, the 46 really uh, has uh, probably one of the best pedigree um, reputations of the Swan. The, the 46, they, they made more uh, hulls of these boats than any other Swan in terms of numbers. And the 46 has been a very successful boat over the years. Um, at uh, all sorts of regattas inshore and offshore so my mindset really for for this platform was a dual role platform I wanted a boat that I could share with my family teach my young children to sail but also a boat that I could take offshore and race seriously in events like the Fastnet race the Round Britain race um, and maybe even do a transatlantic event like the Ark um, yeah, everywhere you look, you've upgraded the technology, upgraded the lighting, even the the dinette seating. You know, very very comfortable, beautiful leather work, um, and all the new uh, Raymarines and uh, other uh, systems you've got on board, which brings this uh, boat right bang up to date. You 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 t mentioned a good point there. Is um, I felt with the Swan. Um, I wanted to stick very much to her design ethos, a very strong and robust boat with a beautiful finished interior, that was very important to me, but also upgrade all of her navigational equipment to the latest tech, the latest generation of nav. And we really took that ethos on board and went to town with it. So for instance, uh, on the nav side of things, we've got a Doppler radar system now, um, the latest generation, uh, it has lots of benefits, it's a much more lighter system. I also wanted to remove the, uh, the radar mounting on the mast, uh, which was quite a way up the mast, like on most yachts, and I wanted to get that set on a stern pole um, for two reasons really. One, uh, because I wanted to reduce the overall weight above the waterline uh, as much as I could and bring bring that the weight of the dome as closer to the deck as possible uh, and two I wanted the redundancy with the radar if in the event that uh, the mast was ever lost offshore we still had radar capability um, and the only way you can do that is by putting the radar on a stern mount pole and with that in mind really it was a no-brainer uh, the best people in the market for that sort of thing is Scanstra and um, they had an out-of-the-box system ready to go uh, which literally it came to the boat in its packaging and we unpacked it and mounted it on the transom and it's a fantastic bit of kit so but also other things um, I wanted to re-engineer the whole of the chart table area 
and uh, put the latest flat screen monitors on board, racing navigational software via the laptop and flat screens. So you do touch on a good point. We wanted to really update the, the nav side of the boat um, and, and bring her into the 21st century. So that, you know, you've spoke a lot about the things we see and the things that people will see if they come on board the boat, but you've done a lot behind the back, in the background as well. I know you've rewired the boat, you've put a new engine, new plumbing systems. Can you just talk me through some of those systems as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fair to say we've left no, um, nothing unturned really. We've, we've no stone unturned. We've really gone to town. Um, even things like the, uh, the water tanks on board the Swan, there's five of them. They're all stainless steel they're all in the bilge of the boat they've all been taken out pressure tested cleaned as have the diesel tanks of which there are two of those um, they're all beautifully made stainless steel um, pieces of equipment but they all needed to be cleaned and prepared for her next um, life as a cruiser racer uh, under my ownership but also things like the engine uh, the boat came with a 20 year old engine which was perfectly serviceable but I wanted to really update that platform with the latest technology uh, and really zero the clock when it comes to um, confidence and reliability. So we put a brand new Beta 60 uh, in, in the boat and uh, so far it's working out very well. So you, I can hear, you might be able to hear in the background, um, obviously, the, uh, the halyards um, on the, the mast. I mean, that brings me to another good point, is that I know, I think you've had the mast completely taken down and actually serviced by a very, very good outfit here in Plymouth. And actually, you've raced extensively with that person as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. One of the things that uh, I wanted to pay particular attention to with the refit was um, to really service the mast and all of its components, all of the standing rigging, the running rigging, and make sure that we, again, could zero the clock as best we could on the equipment. And the natural choice for something like that is to just replace all of the standing rigging with brand new. To do that, it's a specialist job and requires real experience, uh, and you've got to have uh, faith and trust in the people that do that job. So uh, I decided to go to a, a firm that um, is uh, run partly by a good friend of mine, Dave Barden, um, who I've done a lot of offshore double-handed ocean racing with over the years. Uh, we've done events like the Fastnet together, the Mini Fastnet as well, sailing Mini 6.5s. And uh, so uh, his expertise and knowledge was uh, pivotal on the mast side of things and um, they took on board the job of re-rigging the boat and uh, I'm really pleased that um, we, we got to a standard where he wanted to be with, uh, with the boat, brand new rigging. All the running rigging side of things I've done myself, all the splice works and everything, that's all brand new um, as well. So we've again zeroed the clock and given ourselves the best opportunity for reliability uh, and, um, and a good solid platform to move forward with. So I think that, again, a, a, an interesting point uh, that we need to make is that although uh, you've done a lot of the work yourself, you have completely surrounded yourself in experts in their field, like you say, with Dave and also your electrician, the engines and stuff like that. Um, is that fair to say that that's what you've done? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this is a big project to undertake to refit 
to this standard, uh, a boat that's almost 50 feet long, and to bring her up to this standard, it's, it's a big project. It's not realistically something that one person can do on their own. It is, it is possible to do it on your own, um, but in fairness, there are, in any refit project or any build project, as I learned with the Fujifilm project when we were building Fuji together, you know, there are a lot of areas where there's the, the experts in their fields are best left to deal with certain aspects of a project and I'm a big believer in surrounding myself with knowledge um, when when my knowledge gets to a point where I need to look beyond my knowledge base it's good to be able to surround yourself with a skill set that can uh, really add value to the project and that's what we did here we had professionals install the engine we had professionals re-rig the mast um, a lot of the work I've done myself but that was comfortably well within my skill set uh, doing a lot of the electronic um, work but again silly little things like when we redesigned the nav station we suddenly realized or I suddenly realized that uh, to do it right I actually needed a carpenter to come on board to make up the the frames for the new uh, nav station fascia I could have done it myself, but to get a, a professional in to do that side of the work, the net result is it comes out perfect first time, and it's exactly the vision that you uh, that you had in your mind. If I'd have done it myself, it would have been okay, but okay is not good enough on a boat like this. And I, and I suppose that the, the final question from me, being this being my sort of area of expertise, is the the composite structure. You know, your transverse and your longitudinal stringers, the bulkheads, these sort of things. I presume you've you've had them all inspected. I, I know it's a swan. At the end of the day, they're going to be pretty robust. But um, your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Uh, ground zero. The first decisions you make with any project like this, it's important to get a good overview of the totality of the project, what's involved, um, and the best place to start is at the bottom of the boat in the bilges, the keel. Uh, and for that in mind, you know, again, it's something where bringing in outside expertise with no bias, just opinions of fact that's really important so I brought in a surveyor marine surveyor uh, actually just before I bought the boat before I agreed to, to buy her um, I brought in a marine surveyor to really go through the boat with me uh, I was able to on the day to highlight all of the areas or any areas of concern that fell outside of my knowledge base and tap into the surveyor's knowledge base uh, to give me the answers to the questions that I needed to facilitate me moving forward with this boat. So um, I just really thanks Alex for showing me around the, the Swan. I can't wait to get out on the water with you. Um, we've not done much sailing together even though we've uh, spent 20 odd years building boats for it and working for each other. But you know, huge thanks and uh, uh, back to you. Good stuff, Martin. Well, look, we'll, um, we're going to be going out soon um, over the winter, uh, trialling all the sails and making some uh, decisions on what sails to use for the upcoming season and how best to set the boat up. So um, we'll get you to come out and uh, do some filming and um, come and have a good sail. Thanks very much.